Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Starting Point. Um, if you watched or listened to the episode last week, you heard me sit down and talk to the current youth pastor at my home church at Grace Assembly in Jessup, Georgia, Pastor Ashton Hires. And this week, I have the privilege, just such an outstanding opportunity to sit down and talk to, yet again, one of the biggest influence I've ever had in my life, such a great role model that I've ever had in my life, Pastor Nate Jones. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing really good. How you? How you been this week? Man, it's been good. I've been been busy with work and life. You know, when you got that two year old, oh, hey, yeah. keeps you keeps you busy, man. It's it's good though. Blessed, very blessed. Good, good. So, um, have you been um, handling? Have you been dealing with this this weird coronavirus time? We've been honestly. How have you, how you been holding up near this? Honestly, it's not something that I really like. A hundred percent follow. Mm-hmm. Um, the wife follows it more than I do. She yeah. lets me know because you know, as a man in the house and as a husband, you know, I try to you know take as much stress as I can off with her you know I help her at the house you know clean it up take care take care of my boy go to work you know I just stay focused on the other things you know and just staying healthy you know making sure my family stays healthy drink that orange juice yeah you know, gotta get that vitamin C Come on. Uh, so everything's going just really good right now so and just praying spending time with the word and you know with the with God and just praying over this world and and over the family and friends around us, and just to keep them safe as well. So, so everyone's good, and safe everyone's and healthy. Good, safe, healthy. There's nothing better than that. Yeah, that's good to hear. So, I really like this episode. I really like you being on this um, podcast with me right now because the name of it's called Starting Point, and it's normal. It's usually about how pastors got their start in ministry and. So far, the majority of the people have been pastors who are currently in a position or people who are getting trained to get into one. Mm-hmm. But this one's a little different because it's your perspective on like what you you are a former youth pastor. Yes. So correct. you're currently not one now. So this is a perspective on how life is I guess after your time in ministry and the things that you dealt with while you were in it, right? Instead of you currently doing it or going into it, right. you've already done it. So, tell me a bit about what you did before now. Um, honestly, ministry titles. My and all that. Well, my ministry title was definitely a youth pastor, mm-hmm. um, youth ministry. Some people call it, and. I have done that for quite a bit of time, like five years, five to six years. And it was, it was awesome. You know, like I absolutely love, loved being a youth, you know, youth minister or, you know, youth pastor. And there's nothing like it, honestly, man. There's, there's definitely nothing like being there with the kids and learning and you get to learn from them and they get to learn from you so it's just it's awesome like I I miss it I definitely miss it you know um 
Is it something that I definitely want to go back into? Of course. Of course. Yes. You know, like, that's something, you know, I pray about and I read and I I now currently, you know, just still write sermons or, you know, write different things just to challenge myself. So I definitely, I definitely do miss it. So. Yeah. You said you were doing it for about, you said about five, five, six years? About five to six years. Yeah. I think how I don't think you were that you might be like a year deep into it by the time I had gotten here then. Um, yeah, almost almost a, almost about a year. I mean, we were at we were in Florida mm-hmm. and then left from Florida, you know, moved to Georgia. And when we came here, we were at another church. We were there for about a couple of years. I mean, we've been in Georgia for like eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and five of them, I've been in, you know, youth ministry. And you learn a lot of ups and downs yeah. <laughs> from it. But it's pretty awesome because, you know, you get to, like I said, you get to see the good and the bad. But most of all, you get to see the challenge of the kids and the love of the kids and mm-hmm. and stuff. So, I remember all the good times we had in um, youth ministry with you, I thought youth pastor. Good times. Um, I started coming to this church and this student ministry off of a movie night. And then from that point on, just kept going with everything. Yeah, so, I remember that night. I don't remember what movie we were watching, but... I think it was Soul Surfer. Yeah, Soul Surfer. And there's about quite a bit of kids in there. There was like at least a good 20 yeah, twenty of us, and you know, we had down the hallway. We had our popcorn set up, and we had our drinks mm-hmm. and stuff. And Sean, Sean Jackson, Sean, yes. was the person that you know brought you in. Was like, hey man, hey passionate, you know, this is Josh Barnhill, and I was like, okay, cool. This is his brother Chris, mm-hmm. and I was like, awesome, come on in, you know, let's have a good time, watch a movie, and chill and stuff. Yeah. We had to sit in the back. I like the trash can. There was too many people in there. Yeah, <laughs> it was packed, but it was awesome. It, yeah, and it's such a good movie too. Mm-hmm. Good, good times, good stuff. So, um, now this is the big meat portion of the podcast. The big, the big story of it. Tell me your story of getting into ministry. So, like, what you were doing before that led up to you getting into it, and then. I guess also your transition out of it, if you don't mind telling that story too. Oh, for sure. Yes. Um, well, when I was in high school, um, man, it was, I, I was in my up and down phase, you know, in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> I was a youth leader as well in being in high school. And my youth pastor was like, hey, you know, Nate, you know, you have a heart and compassion, you know, for for you know your fellow students he goes man I see you becoming a youth pastor and I was like nah I'm good you know (laughs) like I was just like no there's no way I'm gonna do that you know I'm trying to do something different in life and you know kind of like almost kind of long story short was you know God showed up and showed out and was like no you're gonna become a youth pastor Mm -hmm. and I ended up going to camp that my senior senior year and I was at camp, <clears throat> and the the youth pastor was preaching really good, really good word. And it was like, man, does anybody accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? And I was like, and if you do, you know, come on up. 
So I went up to the front and I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. And I also got filled with the Holy Spirit that same night. Okay. And um, and God spoke to me not only with the ser with the with the verse, but with a vision. Um, and that vision was becoming a youth pastor. And, you know, he also told me, you know, I was going to become a world changer. And I was like, okay, you know, I don't know what that all means or what that all entails, but I'm ready, you know. And, again, long story short, it's went into it, went to ministry school, left from Wisconsin, went to, got into school in Florida. Mm-hmm. And stayed there for about three years in school, finished school, and been in ministry ever since, you know, I left home. And seeing the ins and outs of ministry, you know, in a ministry school perspective and then in, and not in a ministry school perspective, mm-hmm. you know, because there is a difference. Yeah. And I, just being able to get that hands-on training, the hands-on you know, loving and caring for the kids is what really, like, stuck me out into, you know, being a youth pastor and that it was not about Nate. You know, it's not about Nate. It was about the kids. It was about, you know, the kids in that neighborhood and loving on them. And because a lot of them, they lived in a rough area. Our church was in a rough area in Clearwater, Florida. And... There was nothing like being able to play basketball with the kids, getting to know them, getting to know their family, and going to their house and picking them up, you know, walking them from their house to the church and walking them back, you know, from Sunday to Wednesday, and playing football, you know, playing kickball, you know, you got to be able to do that, you know, to build a relationship with the kids, and Mm -hmm. it's all about, you know, your relationship with them, and coming through you know the ministry life being here at grace man it was it was nothing like it like different type of students you know different atmosphere different students different of everything and you got to learn to adapt to that you know you got to learn to love on them even if they're like you know, in your face or you know whatever because you know you're still trying to build relationship with them as well and but once you get to do that, you know, it it's life changing. Mm-hmm. And I guess for myself, you know, that, that just throughout my ministry life was that is learning how to build relationship. And that's how I really got into the ministry aspect of everything was just seeing the, the love and the life of it. And, you know, Josh, like. You you know you're you were one of our kids and being able to send you guys out and you know further into the ministry, that's what it's about. You know it's taking those kids that you've had and showing them a new way of life. Hey, God is still the you know the number one answer, and go to school, go to finish high school, stuff like that. That's all you want to see. You want them to to succeed. You know, you want them to um, give their life over to Jesus Christ. But there, again, there's nothing like seeing a person like you that went to school and is able to come back and is like, this is what I want to do. And that 
it's exciting to see that. It's exciting to see kids do that. And um, like I think it was like maybe a month and a half ago, um, one of our old students seen me and my wife was like, hey, Pastor Nate, how are y'all doing? I was like, I'm doing good, you know? And she's like, I still love you guys. I still miss you guys. I still remember the times that we had. That, and that's what it's about, you know, is building relationship with them to where they, they would never forget and stuff. And so, so yeah, like, it's just, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I know I've never, I have not forgotten all the things that we've done, the relationships that we build, the knowledge and wisdom that you and your wife, Megan, poured into me and everyone else around that time and it's still resonating and still being used in my life today so. that's awesome that's awesome to hear like, yeah it like again it still excites us mm-hmm. you know like we we talk about it at the house or we talk about it in the car like well how's this person doing and we can just go on their facebook and they're doing good you know and that's great that's great to see so that's pretty awesome so tell us about your transition out of it um, well, I don't remember if you touched on that in that story. No, I didn't. Okay, um, so I wanted to kind of make it a little bit separate. Um, yeah. My transition out of youth ministry, it, I'm not going to lie, it was a little rough for me. Yeah. Um, because I was working a full-time job and doing full-time ministry. And so when you work a full-time job in a full-time ministry, you know, you got to be able, like I was saying earlier, you got to learn how to balance it. And do I love youth ministry? Yes. And, but I also love my family, mm-hmm. you know, and I have to provide for my family. So it was for me to, to transition out of youth ministry to provide for my wife and my kid, you know, and there's nothing more greater than that. It's your family. And, so it was it was a little hard at you know for a little bit you know n- not being able to be upstairs and stuff like that you know with the kids but i learned that god needs to be the center focus god needs to be the number one and it doesn't matter whether you're in a ministry or not because you should be able to still minister to them mm-hmm. you know and a lot of people i've learned like even when transition they're like oh I need to be up there. I need to do this. I need to do that. But again, that's still about you. And it's not about God and what he was wanting to do. And ministry is outside the walls of the church. Yes. And and that's what I learned a lot is even though I'm at my full-time job, my ministry was still outside of the walls of the church. And so I, you know, I still kept in contact with you and still kept in contact with Sean and Cam and a whole bunch of other kids. You know, and I still built, was able to still keep that relationship with you guys. And that's even more greater than anything, you know, because you don't need a, a position to define to define who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's God needs to define who you are, you know, and if God's the center focus, that's all that matters. Yes. And it doesn't really. And through, again, through that transition, it was hard, but it was rewarding at, it was rewarding as well. Mm-hmm. And 
it was just I don't know. It was it's good. Do I miss it? Of course, <laughs> of course. Um, do I? Am I gonna be a part of another youth ministry one day? Probably, um, but in His timing and in His will, He opens up a door. Guess what? That's great. Um, you know, I love it. So hey, why not? You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, family, family is first. You know, God, family, ministry, mm-hmm. and you know, as you grow, you know, into your ministry. You know, later on in life, and what in knowing what you want to do, um, always remember that as well. And is God your family, then your ministry? I know some people don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. Yeah. You know, that's what my director always told me. He goes, Nate, never put your ministry before your family, or never put your ministry before God, because it would not be blessed. Mm-hmm. And I can still remember that to this day exactly where I was in Florida when he told me that and that's what helped make my transition so easy for me was that was God my family then ministry mm-hmm. and so just want to let you know that as well you know when you get married one day and have some kids and stuff <laughs> <laughs> um, is you know God has to be the center focus of it all man yeah, I would um definitely gonna take that advice and keep it with me. And I would I would love to see you back in some youth ministry, doing whatever God's gonna have you doing. Like, man. Yeah, man, it's Jeez. I mean it's not even always. Everyone always wants a position. I don't mm-hmm. want a position. I yeah. don't I don't need that. I just want to be able to, you know, be in there and just yes. just be in there makes a difference, you know, in just teaching the kids of the discipline because nowadays kids don't have discipline. You're right. And you're not it's not like you're trying to be mean or anything. You got to teach young kids discipline to learn how to build that relationship with them. And you know, while you're building that relationship with them, one thing I learned and one thing that me and my wife have done was going to sporting events. You know, being a part of your schools, you know, go for lunch or, you know, let's hang out, you know, on a Saturday or, you know, whatever outside the church aspect. You know, let's play dodgeball. Dodgeball was our biggest, you know, thing here at the church. And but you got to be able to get into the the things that they like to help build that relationship. There are some things that shoot band, concerts, stuff like that. I was like, uh, but my, you know, my wife was like, Nate, this is what we have to do. You know, like she goes, this is how we build our relationship with the kids as well. You know, because everyone is different. Everyone's on a different level, you know, sixth, seventh and eighth graders. And then you got your high school, you know, but if you put yourself in there in love on them and build that relationship, then everything flows easy because then the other kids are like, well, who's that? Well, that's my youth pastor. You know, why is he here to support you? Because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. So then that helps, you know, build everything else later on, you know, so. Yeah. So next question. I think you kind of already touched on this first part of it a little <laughs> bit. Um, in your time of ministry, and it's honestly, it's still going on now, but what has been the most 
rewarding thing that you've gotten from it? And also, to add on to that at the end of it, what is the most challenging thing you've had to deal with and how did you overcome it? Or how are you still overcoming it, trying to handle it? Um, the, to break down the first, the first, first one part. was... Um, most rewarding part. The most rewarding? Yeah. You sitting in right in front of me. All right. And that's, it's going to sound crazy, but it's not. That's the most rewarding. Besides the aspect of, you know, kids, you know, giving their life to Jesus Christ and they're worshiping God. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like the kids that you've had that is going into ministry. And when you see that, you are a part of that. You are a part yeah. of encouraging them to get to that next level with God, you know. And there's times where some kids are like, I don't know what to do or how to do it. But you're there as a guide, you know. And you, out of a lot of our kids, have followed the ministry, you know. Like, it's like, I want to do this. That is so rewarding. It's rewarding to see you sit in front of me and we talk about ministry and talk about your future and you know your goals and i don't want to just be like i want to take your take your goals no i want to help you get to your goals mm-hmm. you know i want to help you get to that next level as well and that is what's what what rewarding to me is you know you in the ministry and man i'm telling you there's nothing like it there's nothing <laughs> like to see that um I think one of the the toughest was definitely in the beginning of the ministry when I Mm -hmm. first started Um, because you're trying to learn the ins and out of ministry. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget when my first time going into the the youth group here at Grace um, was uh, there was like a little situation and someone was like, man, you need to handle this situation. I'm like, but you're the youth pastor. And I'm like, if you don't learn how to balance your relationship with your kids mm-hmm. and being disciplined, you're gonna lose it. You're gonna lose it. In the beginning of the ministry, you're gonna learn the good, you're gonna learn the bad. It's like you're weeding out you know, different things, but that's the most challenging in ministry is when you first start, because you're still trying to figure out not only yourself, but your kids. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you kind of have to be stern and then you kind of don't have to be stern. You have to learn how to get to that happy medium, you know, with yourself and with your kids. And that was the most challenging to me was, is, you know, being that aspect in their life. And that was, your starting point is, it's crucial, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it's also rewarding too, like because mm. you're growing and they're growing, and you're like, I don't know what to do, but that's where you get to be real and be honest with the kids as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know <clears throat> what to do. I'm still new to this, but bear with me. You know, we're gonna do this together and stuff. So yeah, that is definitely how you grow. You can't grow without a little bit of hardship and resistance you and just got to learn how to push through it and find out what how to work with your students and discipline them and 
work on the things that you struggle with so that you can help progress the ministry. So, And a lot of yeah. it's learning how to be humble. Yes. You know, like you got to be humble in any ministry position that you are, anything, anything in life. You know, there's going to be people that are going to challenge you. There's going to be people that are going to push you to the next level. There's going to be people mm-hmm. that gonna, that's going to hold you back. But you still got to learn how to be humble and you got to definitely learn how to be a servant, especially in the ministry. Like your pastor or whoever is going to be like, hey, I need you to do this. You cannot tell them no. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> hey, no, pastor, I'm not going to do this, you know. But yeah, you are because Jesus was first a servant. Yes. Then he was anything else. Jesus learned how to serve his people in everything. And that's what, when you've seen that in the Bible and you hear about it, it makes you excited in doing it as well. Like, I have to learn how to serve before being in a ministry aspect. But what people don't understand is servanthood is ministry. Yes. You're right. Is ministry. And that's. That's awesome too because everyone everyone has a different everyone brings something different to the table. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of learning how to learn the differences of everybody. Yeah. That's something I always say about ministry. Ministry is not getting up in a pulpit in front of a congregation preaching a word or doing something like that. Ministry could be stacking chairs for a Wednesday night mm-hmm. or cleaning the toilet or something. It's something, you yeah. know, and taking out trash. It's serving a ministry and a church and showing love to people. And you can do that in ways like that. And that have to be preaching a sermon twice or so a week. It can be something else. Yeah, I mean and when you're serving, it's all about your heart. Yeah. You know, your heart has to be in it as well. If your heart's not in it, <laughs> you can hang it up. Cause it ain't gonna, it's not gonna work, and I've, I've seen it, and so definitely, definitely gotta have heart with that as well. So, last question, and this is one of my favorite questions of the whole podcast because I've gotten so many great answers on this question, and I want to see what your answer is. If you had to give anyone any piece of advice regarding life or ministry, and it always connects. What would that advice be and why? Oh, man. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, yeah. Advice in ministry and in life. Either or, but it always you know, connects. It always connects. It always connects. I guess for myself and everything that I've been through mm-hmm. um, with ministry and just with life, is learning how to be humble um, because if you learn how to be humble, you're more teachable. That's how I look at it. And in, whether in ministry or in life, you know, like I said, was saying earlier, like people are gonna test you, th- different things are gonna happen but if you learn the humbleness of you, then, you know, I'm not saying that the Lord can't speak to you because he can, but he gets more deeper into your heart and learning to teach you, hey, don't get so upset. 
calm down, you know, relax. You know, let me teach you what you need to know in this particular situation. And when you have that one-on-one with God, you know, that humbleness with God, that mm-hmm. secret time with God, he speaks to you twice as more, you know. And I'll never forget the times where I was upstairs worshiping, you know, just me and the music. And it wasn't always just me praying. It was me just sitting there and being humble. And him coming and ministering to me. And not only just on a Wednesday, but for life. You know, preparing me for that week. You know, there was nothing more greater than that. And, man, that's what I just want to tell you. You know, you know learn how to be humble in Again, when you when you get into that ministry aspect of life or whatever you're you know wanting to do, you know, it's gonna be challenging, but as long as you learn how to be humble mm-hmm. and sensitive to God's spirit, hey, you can learn twice as more than yeah. than anything. You know, and it will take you to that next level. It will take you to where you need to be and where you want to be. So All right. Well, thank you for all of that. Um and again, thank you for taking time to out of your day to be here to do this podcast with me. I appreciate it. It's an it. honor. It's an honor. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but again, thank you for all the time in the student ministry years ago that you put into me and all of us. Like, I'm in ministry school now, and everything that I'm doing now, I feel like it all started here with receiving ministry and discipleship and wisdom from you and your wife, Megan, and Pastor Dale and everyone else around us. Like, all of that, for me, started here. You know, and your, you know, your podcast is, you know, talking about, you know, the starting Starting point. point. And everyone has a starting point. But it's the question is, where was your starting point at? Mm -hmm. You know, and learning how, you know, what... Did I learn as much as I can from that starting point? And I still remember mine. Mine was in youth group as well. Yeah. Underneath my youth pastor, Pastor Nick. And I was like, huh? But I still remember the things that he'd done. You know, even when I left to go to ministry school, I still learned a lot from there as well. Mm -hmm. You know, your starting point is where it's so vital in life. In in, in 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 the ministry, so yeah. So thank you for everything. Thank you for this. I really appreciate it. Oh, you know it. Love you so much. Thank you, guys. That's um. That's all we got for today. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week. This will be next week. Will be the last episode for a little while. But when we come back, we'll have new people to sit down and talk to new stories new life new advice new everything fresh and ready for you guys thank you so much see you next week